thought I heard a sound. I thought I heard a sound. I thought I heard a sound of magic everywhere. I wonder what it was that I heard. Looking all around, looking all around, I could swear that I saw magic everywhere. Searching for that sound of hope that I heard, and if you listen very carefully, you can hear the sound of people singing all across the land. Songs that have been banned, forbidden bells are ringing, talking very low, telling what they know about a time when all the creatures share. I thought I heard you speak. I thought I heard you speak. But you're just an animal or some old tree. But I could swear you said that you were my friend. I thought I felt some love. I thought I felt some love. I thought I felt some love from all the mountains around here. I thought I felt a melting in my heart. And if you listen very carefully, you can hear the sound of people singing all across the land. Songs that have been banned. Forbidden bells are ringing, talking very low, telling what they know about a time when all the creatures share the earth. I thought I had a dream. I thought I had a dream. And in my dream, I realized that this dream would come true. And then I knew that I had magic too. And if you listen very carefully, you can hear the sound of people singing all across the land. Songs that have been banned. Forbidden bells are ringing, talking very low, telling what they know about a time when all the creatures share the earth. I thought I heard a sound. I thought I heard a sound. I thought I heard a sound of magic everywhere. Are you ready for the end of the world? This is your community spirit, a show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. You know what? Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of family, the circle of friends, the circle of being. 
wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is your community spirit. I'm your host today. My name is Treesong. If you are a regular listener, you may notice that uh, Ord Energymon is not here today. He's off on another one of his solar adventures. Uh, that, that guy is incorrigible, he, especially over the summer. He goes off on these solar adventures, spreading spend solar power, solar energy throughout the, the southern Illinois, the Midwest, the whole world. <laughs> All right, so uh, while he's off on his adventure, we've got plenty of uh, news and happenings and holidays to talk about. Uh, that song was Cry of the Forest uh, by Dana Lyons. In case you're wondering, it's one of my favorite ones to play on here. All right, so let's get to some of our news. Our first story today, starry-eyed UN chief says we need to limit climate change to 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit of warming, not 3.6. Uh, this week, something that will go down in the annals of wishful thinking, the executive secretary of the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change declared that the world's nations, uh, you know, the nations that are recording carbon record carbon emissions uh, this past year, uh, the... the director said that they should commit themselves to warming of no more than 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit, not the previously agreed upon 3.6 degrees Fahrenheit. This move was apparently inspired by a bunch of those uh, silly island nations who are basically going to sink under the ocean thanks to the sea level rise. They got a bunch of silly ideas that they don't want to go under the ocean. <laughs> so uh, meanwhile, though, scientists are saying that we've already dealt, we've already uh, blown our chance of meeting the previous 3.6 degrees Fahrenheit warming target. Uh, and we're busy hosting a... Con- the scientists were busy hosting a conference at Oxford with titles like Four Degrees and Beyond. And I should note for that one, with it being at Oxford and all, that they're talking about four degrees Celsius there, not four degrees Fahrenheit. And if you're not familiar with the conversions, four degrees Celsius is more than four degrees Fahrenheit. So if, record, if recent record carbon emissions continue, we're almost certainly on the course for that much warming. And we're still unsure exactly of what the consequences of that much warming will be. We're learning a little bit year by year, though, because the temperature has already gone up almost a degree uh, Celsius globally uh, since they've been measuring it. So in 2009, the director of the Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research said that, quote, Political reality must be grounded in physical reality, or it's completely useless. That's one of my favorite quotes to come out of a uh, someone from the political sphere in a long time. Let me say that again. Political reality must be grounded in physical reality, or it's completely useless.
All right. So with that, that serious warming issue going on, are any of the world's leaders getting together to talk about this? Well, it so happens some of them are. Megacity mayors leading the fight for sustainable survival at the C40 Summit. Leaders of the world's megacities are meeting in Sao Paulo this week for a major climate summit. This is the fourth meeting of the C40 Climate Leadership Group. From Michael Bloomberg of New York City to Kuma Demeksa of Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, the mayors and top deputies attending are representing over 297 million people. That's 4% of the world's population, 10% of global greenhouse pollution, and 18% of global economic output. Uh, to put that in perspective, I think, uh, I think the U.S. is about 300 million people total, so uh, enough cities' leaders are gathered together to fill up the entire U.S. <laughs> All right, so in 2005, the former mayor of London, Ken Livingston, founded the C20. At the time, it was compo- composed of 20 of the largest multimillion-person cities in the world. He recognized that where national governments were not doing enough, cities could do a lot more, especially the mayors of large cities who have statutory powers outside of the national government. As the group has met, uh, they've met several places over the past few years, uh, they've grown into the C40, with affiliated cities like Portland that are climate leaders. So uh, here's a quote from uh, the manager of the C40 Climate Leadership Group, uh, Simon Reddy. Uh, he explains how the group works together. All cities are different, but a lot of the solutions and problems are similar. There's not one large city in the world that doesn't have traffic problems, that couldn't be more efficient with its use of electricity, that isn't trying to improve its waste system. The leaders come together to share ideas on waste, bus transit systems, travel demand management, etc. So some of that may not sound directly related to climate change, but if you can conserve on these issues, it does have an impact. Uh, In the six years of this Global Mayor Initiative... Uh, 4,700 climate-related actions have been placed into effect in the C40 cities where they have statutory control, Reddy said. Uh, Adaptation is an important component, with many of the cities already having to deal with the effects of global warming, including heat waves, flooding, and landslides. So they're not just talking about what they can do to reduce the impact of global warming, but how to face the reality that it's already happening. So that's exciting news for me. It's also... Uh, stresses for me the importance of getting involved in local uh, politics. A lot of people just focus entirely on national politics and say, oh, who's the next president going to be? Who's the next senator going to be? And and while those are important questions, uh, finding out who's the mayor of your city, even in a city the size of Carbondale or other southern Illinois towns, that can be a huge difference. Here's some other news. Uh, Some thoughts from Bill Clinton on the climate. He says, go for the low-hanging fruit. Bill Clinton urged mayors at the Large Cities Climate Summit, 
Uh, I wonder how he snuck in there. I didn't know he was the mayor of a large city. <laughs> he urged them to go after a pollutant that's 25 times more powerful than carbon dioxide, namely methane. Now, we've talked about methane sometimes here on Your Community Spirits. Uh, it is one of the very powerful greenhouse gases, as they say, 25 times more powerful than carbon dioxide, often gets overlooked. By capturing it from landfills, from which it leaches in prodigious amounts, cities could use it to generate power. Wrestling CO2 could take years, but harnessing methane could make a big difference and make it more quickly. Clinton also urged mayors to go after black carbon, that is, all the soot and particulate crud that comes to rest on the surface of the earth, making the ground absorb more solar energy. The charcoal-burning cook stoves that produce the stuff have been called an easy target for reducing climate change. Clinton pointed out that raining in charcoal stoves would also solve a public health problem. We could save the lives of more than 2 million women and children every year by reducing cook stove emissions. Saving the earth and the women and children? That sounds like a good plan. So yeah, once again, focusing on the importance of uh, acting on climate change there. And it's interesting to look at different examples of what to do because, you know, there's there are one or two key things we really know are associated with climate change, like massive amounts of CO2 emissions. But there are all sorts of smaller actions that we can take while we're working on that. Here's a a national and global story with some local significance, too. New data shows how warming leads to wider variations in global weather. Right on the heels of America's spring of extreme weather, scientists at the Columbia Earth Institute have unveiled a package of historical data that shows greater variations in weather when the Earth is warmer. The 1,100 years of data derived from tree rings shows the difference between El Nino and La Nina the large multi-climate phenomena that often leads to extreme weather, is greater when the planet is warmer. Now, it makes a certain sense. I mean, the the simplified explanation of it is that more heat in the system means more energy, and that leads to bigger swings and more violent weather. Now, there's more complexity to that as well, but basically there is evidence that the extreme storms we've been having this season uh, could be related to climate change, and probably is. So considering that we're still having, you know, that we've had extreme storms all this summer and that we're probably going to have more in the fall and winter, uh, we're going to definitely be following this story here on Your Community Spirit. All right, that's our news for today. If you want to send news our way, you can email me at treesong at treesong.org. It helps if you put radio in the subject line, so I know why you're sending me stuff. (laughs) All right, today is the 154th day of the year. There are 211 days left in the year. We're almost at the halfway point. We're making it through this year. 
Uh, got some holidays coming up. Uh, today is the anniversary of the first woman rabbi in the U.S. That's pretty exciting. It's also the birthday of Jefferson Davis, uh, the birthday of Colleen Dewhurst, the actress, and the birthday of Allen Ginsberg, the poet. Very poetic day today. Coming up on Saturday, uh, we've got National Trails Day and also the UN International Day of Innocent Children Victims of Aggression. So uh, if you're in some position of power deciding on whether or not you want to go invade some other country, uh, you might want to think about the children. All right, Sunday, uh, we have National Cancer Survivors Day. I know many cancer survivors, and Sunday is a day to consider uh, their situation and the, the effects of cancer on the world. It's also, on a somewhat related note, actually, it's UN World Environment Day. Another, another anniversary coming up on Sunday is the anniversary of the discovery of AIDS. Let's see, we have on Monday is the anniversary of D-Day. Tuesday is the anniversary of the VCR introduction. Now, uh, I remember there used to be this thing called a VCR, a video cassette recorder. Uh, you put this little uh, cassette in there that had tape on it, and you could tape TV programs, and you could play back TV programs. Before they had TiVo and all of these uh, digital video recorders, it was the thing, you know. You, you, you knew you were cool if you had a VCR, because you could record stuff off a TV, you could rent movies at the video store. Uh, I remember when video stores used to exist still. <laughs> they still exist. But they're quickly being surpassed by online uh, rentals. And by satellite, by digital video recorders. But yeah, Tuesday anniversary of the VCR. It's also the birthday of uh, Paul Gauguin and the birthday of Dean Martin. Coming up on Tuesday. I didn't know they shared a birthday. Uh, Wednesday, very important day, World Ocean Day. Uh, the ocean covers most of the surface of the Earth. It's where all life is believed to have come from. Uh, it's also full of all sorts of life, although we're dumping all sorts of nasty things in there that's uh, leading to the death of many animals and plants. So Wednesday is a day to think about the state of the ocean, and if you get a chance to go swimming in it. It's also the anniversary of the Bill of Rights. So uh, me being on here on the radio saying these crazy things I say, uh, it's facilitated in part by First Amendment, freedom of speech, which we still have some uh, vestigial uh, remnants of here in the U.S. <laughs> All right, on Thursday, we've got a couple birthdays. Cole Porter, the p composer, and Donald Duck. I, I didn't know he had a specific birthday, but I guess he does. wonder if this is the day he was dreamed up as a character or the day he first appeared on screen. we like celebrating holidays on your community spirit. If you have any holidays or events to send our way, treesong at treesong.org is the address. And uh, listening to some Vivaldi in between uh, stories and sessions and such, uh, Vivaldi, The Four Seasons, um, as you may have guessed, I'm playing parts from summer because while we haven't technically hit the summer solstice yet, we're starting to get some of that warm 90 degree 
Southern Illinois humidity weather here. Uh, we're still not as advanced in that as we usually would be this time of year, but I've been out and about in town. I've been feeling it, so I wanted some summer sounds. All right, happenings. Yes, even during the summer, we have rice and spice, the slow food dinner. This week, Rurik returns with his famously delicious Bengali cuisine. And if you've caught it before, you can catch it again. If you haven't, this is your chance to check it out. You can come early to help get the cooking done, or you can stay late to help chip away at the mountain of dishes. Either way, you can be a part of the exciting slow foods experience. This is happening today at... 6 p.m. is when the fun starts. This is going on at Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. All right, other Friday happenings. The Friday Night Fair. This is becoming a staple of uh, Southern Illinois community here in Carbondale. This is the Friday Night Fair. It's happening at the Town Square Pavilion on Fridays. That's at the corner of Illinois and Maine. This fair features local, homegrown, and handmade products and services, and information tables out there as well, plus free live music. That's always a good thing. Those are three of my favorite things, free Live music. <laughs> now, this week's musical performance is by the Bankister Family Band. So there's going to be plenty of music there, plenty of fun, plenty of information. Uh, sounds like a really good time. Now, after all of that excitement Friday night, uh, you're bound to wake up hungry. So what can you do about that? Well, one thing you can do is you can check out the Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market happens on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to noon at the West Town Mall parking lot, just west of the Murdale Shopping Center. Got all sorts of exciting veggies out there. They've got uh, arts and crafts there. It's basically the whole parking lot gets taken over with this big series of booths with all sorts of good, fun, local stuff out there. Saturday, 8 a.m. to noon, West Town Mall parking lot. And then once you've gotten your fill of uh, local veggies and arts and crafts, you can wrap up over there just in time to head over to the Vigil for Peace. Vigil for Peace happens on Saturdays at noon, the Town Square Pavilion, located at the corner of Illinois and Maine. They're out there holding vigil to bear witness to the costs of war and hold out hope for peace. Uh, peace is already among us. Among some of us, got to work on creating peace in the world. (laughs) ¶¶ 
I think Vivaldi there is getting really excited about our next summer event, the Nature Fest at the Cache. This is coming up on Saturday, this coming Saturday, June 4th, at the Cache River State Natural Area. Uh, they'll be meeting at the Cache River Wetland Center, 8885 State Route 37, three miles south of Cypress, Illinois. Now, the Cache River Nature Fest was originally scheduled earlier in the year, uh, but back in April there were floodwaters there, so they rescheduled it to tomorrow. This is the 10th year of the event. There will be guided hikes, special presentations concerning fish, reptiles, birds, scheduled throughout the day. There's also several activities for children and adults, and uh, free guided canoe tours uh, depart throughout the day. The reservations are required for the canoe trips. For more information on all of this, you can contact 618-634-2231. And I was just commenting to someone how beautiful the uh, Cache River State Natural Area is. Now, if you don't believe me, you don't have to take my word for it. You can check it out yourself. Alright, here we go with some more exciting uh, activities that involve getting into the great outdoors. They also involve yoga. This one is called Yoga in the Vineyard. It's coming up on this Sunday. It's happening at Starview Vineyards in Cobden. Yoga in the Vineyard will provide a unique experience to learn about the practice of yoga and participate in one or more of the classes while being in a beautiful vineyard setting. The yoga classes being offered are suitable for everyone including kids and the absolute beginner who has never stepped on a yoga mat. Now, I, I can vouch for this. There are classes for beginners. I've been taking yoga for a while, and I'm still not all that flexible, but there are classes that can suit even me. <laughs> so if you are more advanced, you can also modify as needed to get the most out of your practice while in your vineyard. The basic point is having fun out there with yoga in a beautiful outdoor vineyard setting. It's going to be a variety of strengthening, toning, and relaxing postures, finishing with guided meditation. For more information on this, you can call 618-893-WINE. That's 618-893-9463. Now, I enjoy trips out to the vineyards. I enjoy yoga. So I just had to share this event because it sounds exciting. All right. Mention this one again, but it's coming up on Monday, so we want to be sure to get the word out. It's called Bullied. Uh, Bullied will be shown in the Carbondale Human Relations Commission meeting coming up on Monday. This documentary film features gay student Jamie Nabonzi, his experiences in school, and his court case that made history. This is part of the Teaching Tolerance Project of Southern Poverty Law Center, and I know they do really good work. Uh, discussion of the film will be at the meeting. Uh, for more information, 
you can call 549-1051. This is a meeting of the Human Relations Commission. Uh, It starts at 6.30, room 103 of the Carbondale Civic Center. Refreshments will be served. So this is very important to me and to a lot of people in southern Illinois, especially those who are being bullied right now. I was bullied myself when I was younger, and uh, the more we can do about this issue, the better, because it's a very serious issue, a life-changing, life-altering, life-saving issue. Once again, for more info, 549-1051. We can slip in a little bit more info here at the end. Had so many happenings that they're overflowing. <laughs> Arbor Wild, coming up on Tuesday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Evergreen Park. Children and their families are invited to come and learn about recycling, fishing, birding, mammal identification, nature's music, wildland fires. Smokey the Bear is going to be there and Woodsy the Owl. For more information, 618-253-7114. Coming up Tuesday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., Evergreen Park. Good chance for the kids and families and people of all ages to get out there and learn about the environment. And I want to mention one last time, uh, I'm working on a novel called Change. Uh, treesong.org slash change is the address you can go to for more info on that. And I've got a Kickstarter project going to help ensure that that novel becomes a reality. Uh, more info at treesong.org slash change. Now, I'd like to thank you for listening. This has been an exciting and informative Your Community Spirit for me. I hope it has been for you, too. And it's a wonderful weekend out there, a little warm, but definitely sunny and enjoyable. Uh, Hope you get out there in the sun. Hope you stay in the shade if you need to. And we'll see you here next week on the radio.